0: Well, today is the 24th of February, and you're listening to Born on This Day podcast. I'm Marco Timpano. And I'm Bill Antonyu.
1: And Bill, I want to wish you a happy National Artist Day. Thank you, Marco. Happy National Artist Day to you. Now, this is
0: traditionally, or this is celebrated in Thailand, and the Uh, It's celebrated annually today on the 24th of February. The Office of the National Culture Commission of Thailand recognizes notable Thai artists in the area of intangible cultural heritage, such as literature, fine arts, visual arts, applied arts, architecture, design, and performing arts, including Thai dance, international dance, puppetry, shadow play, Thai music, international music drama and film how lovely is it that a nation recognizes its artists on the 24th of february it is
1: nice but are they like canada where they recognize us with a day so that they don't have to actually give us like a tax break or actual support or
0: actually no they 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 actually give money to their oh. um artists uh i think it's twenty thousand 000 baht, which that. equals to about 800 900 canadian dollars amazing um Yeah, it's pretty great, and I wish other countries, including our own, honored their artists a bit more than they do.
1: Why, Marco? Why can't you pull yourself up by your bootstraps and move to America like everybody else? Uh, You
0: know, maybe I should. I tried, and I'm back, and I'm doing the best I can.
1: Yeah, let's just move on before I get angry. Fair (laughs)
0: enough. Listen, if you were born on February 24th, happy birthday to to you, and you are perhaps most well-known for your intuition, selflessness, and imagination— You have a firm grasp of your emotions and those of others, which explains your ability to sense when someone is upset, Bill.
1: Oh, nice. Well, I wonder if that's true. For our birthday celebrants today, starting us off, the very handsome Daniel Kaluuya was still in high school when he was recruited as a contributing writer and star of the show Skins, still a teenager when he was writing full episodes of the show. He rose in popularity on British television on the shows Bellamy's People, Psychoville, and The Fades, then had his Hollywood break in the 2015 film Sicario before nailing the lead in the 2017 surprise hit. Get Out, for which he was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Actor. In 2018, he appeared in Black Panther and Steve McQueen's Widows. In 2019, was in Queen and Slim. And this month, he's nominated for a Golden Globe for his performance in Judas and the Black Messiah. He was born on this day in London, England in 1989. Deborah Jo Rupp was sent to the University of
0: Rochester because it had no theatre classes and her parents were determined that she would not become an actress. Much to their chagrin, the school added a drama department in her freshman year, and after graduation, she went to New York to pursue her career. She had her debut on episodes of Spencer for Hire and Kate and Ally. Had roles in the films Big, Death Becomes Her, and Sergeant Bilko. In 1997, she played Phoebe's sister in, or sister in law rather, Alice on Friends, then landed the role for which she's best known as Kitty Foreman on eight seasons of that 70s show. Since it ended, rather, she has appeared in the films The Opposite of Sex, episodes of This Is Us, and NCIS Los Angeles, and is a regular guest on The Ranch. She was born on this day in
1: in Glendale, California in 1951. Billy Zane is best known for playing the obnoxious Cal Hockley in the 1997 blockbuster Titanic. Plus, he had notable roles in the 1989 thriller Dead Calm with Nicole Kidman and made a bid for stardom with the ultimately unsuccessful superhero film The Phantom in 1996. He attended the Herond camp of the theater arts as a teenager and lived at the American School in Switzerland. Then after high school, moved to California to pursue acting and within weeks landed his first role in Back to the Future. He followed it with Critters, later was in Memphis Belle, Orlando, Poetic Justice, and the series Twin Peaks. More recently, he was in The Great War, Blue World Order, and Guest House. He was born on this day in Chicago, Illinois in 1966, and I didn't know until recently that he's actually fully Greek on both sides. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's amazing. Well... As someone who's fully Italian, Bill,
0: Dominic Chianese is most famous for his role as junior on The Sopranos, for which he was nominated for two Emmy Awards. After high school, he worked construction with his father and studied at night, eventually graduating from Brooklyn College with a B.A. in speech and theater studies. Despite being famous for tough guy gangster roles, he got his start performing in musical comedy and once even sang at the Grand Old Opry. He made a notable film debut as Johnny Ola in The Godfather 2, or Part 2 rather, followed by roles in Dog Day Afternoon and All the President's Men. After The Sopranos, he starred on Damages, Boardwalk Empire, and The Good Wife, and in 2019 was on the series The Village. In the 70s, he also worked for the New York State Drug Abuse Control Commission as a recreational worker in a rehab center, teaching guitar to women serving time for drug-related crimes. In 2010, he received the Ellis Island Medal of Honor in recognition of his humanitarian efforts. He was born on this day in the Bronx in 1931.
1: He's really great. He is great. And I love the name Keanez. Edward James almost had ambitions to be a baseball player and rock star, then in the 70s moved to New York and worked as a furniture mover while taking roles on episodic television and in off-Broadway plays. He had his big break with the play Zoot Suit in 1978. Then the play moved to Broadway and earned him a Tony nomination, leading to his role on Miami Vice, for which he won an Emmy and a Golden Globe. Plus, he appeared in the films Blade Runner, The Ballad of Gregorio Cortez, and Stand and Deliver, for which he was nominated for an Oscar for Best Actor. He made his directorial debut with American Me in 1992, won another Golden Globe for the burning season, starred in My Family, Mi Familia, and as Abe Quintanilla in Selena. Then in 2004, entered the Sci-Fi Hall of Fame with his performance on the popular cult series Battlestar Galactica. Later, he was on Dexter, Gopher Sisters by John Sayles, and the series Mayans MC. He was born on this day in Los Angeles, California in 1947. Barry Bostwick is best known for playing Brad
0: in the film version of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. As a young man, he worked occasionally as a circus performer before coming to New York to study acting, eventually making his stage debut in a production of Take Her, She's Mine when he was 22. His Broadway debut in Cockadoodle Dandy was followed by his originating the role of Danny Zuko in the 1972 Broadway production of Grease, for which he was nominated for a Tony Award. He made his film debut in Jennifer on My Mind, later was on episodes of Charlie's Angels and Hawaii Five-0, and the miniseries Scruples, Foul Play, and A Woman of Substance. He won a Golden Globe for the miniseries War and Remembrance, later starred on Spin City as the mayor, more recently was a voice in Incredibles 2, and a guest on The Goldbergs. He was born on this day in San Mateo, California in 1945.
1: Abe Vigoda made his stage debut at the age of 17 and worked in theater for more than 20 years before making the odd appearance on television, getting the role that made him known to moviegoers as Tessio in The Godfather. From there, he worked steadily in film and television, including The Godfather sequel, The Cheap Detective, the show's Barney Miller and its spin-off Fish, later Joe vs. the Volcano, Just the Ticket and Crime Spree. He was nominated for three Emmys for Barney Miller and made his final appearance in Sweet Destiny in 2014, two years before he died in his sleep at the age of 94. He was born on this day in Brooklyn in 1921.
0: And Bill, he's one of those actors that reminds me of my grandfather. Oh, for he, sure. He,
1: he kind I think looked he reminds like us my, of everyone's grandfather. Yeah.
0: yeah. But he he, he kind of looked like my paternal grandfather, oh, Okay. but probably was a nicer man. <laughs>
1: Because <laughs> uh, he, always,
0: he always had the warmth that I think my grandfather lacked. Anyways, mm-hmm. before my family calls me, I'm going to go to the next uh, celebrant. Todd Field studied to be a jazz musician before moving to New York to study acting, making his debut on the Canadian television show He Shoots, He Scores, and his film debut as a singer in Woody Allen's film Radio Days. Later notable roles include Fat Man and Little Boy, Gross Anatomy, ruby in paradise and eyes wide shut then in 2001 he made his feature directorial debut with in the bedroom for which he was nominated for oscars for best picture and screenplay he was nominated for a screenplay oscar for his next film little children and hasn't released a film since he reportedly abandoned his follow-up project america's last prisoner of war but has another film currently in pre-production he was born on this day in pomona california in 1964
1: Jenny O'Hara is a character actress who played a schoolteacher in the early episodes of The Facts of Life before volunteering to, leave the, volunteering to leave the show just ahead of five other cast members being cut. She appeared on Barnaby Jones, My Sister Sam, and in the films Angie, Wishmaster, and Mystic River. She's a recurring guest on Transparent and last year was on the Perry Mason reboot. She was born on the in Sonora, California in 1942. Helen Schaefer made her debut on an episode of The Beachcombers before coming
0: to prominence in the Canadian film In Praise of Older Women. After a successful move to Hollywood, she played a role in the Amityville Horror, was on episodes of Hill Street Blues, and starred in the recently restored and released lesbian classic Desert Hearts in 1985. Oh, I need to watch that film, Bill. Is it good?
1: (laughs) I've never seen it, actually. Heather says it's boring, but I've never seen it. Yeah. Later
0: films include That Night, The Craft, Birthday Cake, and the show The Education of Max Bickford. She produced the show Judging Amy and the 2012 series based on the John Grisham book The Firm and has directed many episodes of television for those shows as well as Orphan Black, Westworld, and Vikings. She was born on this day in St. Thomas, Ontario in 1951.
1: Casey Lemons is another actress-turned-director, best known for her role as Jodie Foster's roommate in The Silence of the Lambs, as well as appearing in The Five Heartbeats and Candyman. She became a feature film director with the acclaimed 1997 drama Eve's Bayou, which won the award for Best Directorial Debut from the National Board of Review. She followed it with The Caveman's Valentine and the comedy Talk to Me, and in 2019 directed the biopic Harriet. She was born on the day in St. Louis, Missouri in 1961.
0: Gillian Flynn began her career as a television critic for Entertainment Weekly, but becoming a published sensation with the runaway success of her 2012 novel Gone Girl, which was adapted to film as quickly as two years later and earned her a Golden Globe nomination for Best Screenplay. The success of Gone Girl brought attention to her previous two novels, Sharp Objects, which was adapted to a miniseries, and Dark Places, which was made into a feature film in 2015. In 2018, she wrote the screenplay adaptation for Steve McQueen's Widows, and in 2020, she wrote the series Utopia.
1: She was born on this day in Kansas City, Missouri in 1971. Marjorie Maine is best known for her performances as a series of ornery old maids and housekeepers in 40s movies, particularly the musical Meet Me in St. Louis, Heaven Can Wait, The Harvey Girls, and A Woman's Face. She was a veteran of vaudeville who made her Broadway debut in 1916 before heading west to appear in the movies. She was known to communicate with her husband Stanley long after his death in 1935, sometimes interrupting takes on the set with her conversations with the deceased before letting her director know she was ready to continue work and usually acted as if nothing weird had happened. In 1947, she appeared as Ma Kettle in the film The Egg and I, and her character was so popular that it earned her an Oscar nomination and led to a series of films about Ma and Pa Kettle throughout the 50s. She made her last appearance on episodes of Wagon Train in 1958, before retiring until her death in 1975 at the age of 85. She was born on the day in Acton, Indiana in 1890.
0: Okay, so Bill, speaking of musicals, because you're a, you know, someone who knows quite a bit about musicals, Amanda and I are watching Queen's Gambit, right? And then she turns to me and she says, yeah, like the musical Chess, and I laughed. And then she played me the song One Night in Bangkok and said, Which is from the musical Chess, yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I listened to the song knowing that, and I thought the song was all about prostitution. And the song is all about chess. I couldn't believe it. I had my mind. Well, going. I feel like it might be a bit of, bit of, bit of both. Bit a bit of both. Of both. And then I said, whoever saw that musical chess, uh, and then it said it was a bomb. It's I'm not like-
1: produced very often. I think it's a very expensive show to produce. So I don't think it's been done very much. I don't even know. There probably has been at least one official Broadway production, but I'm not sure it's done in concert all the time. Okay. Because people love the score. But you can rarely raise the money or, I guess, have them because I think it involves a lot of like sets and I think it's a very complicated show to put on. So, because people like the music, they tend to do an in concert version of it. It's written by ABBA, it's the guys who did the guys from ABBA who wrote it.
0: Oh, I yeah, went down a huge Rice, yeah. ra- rabbit hole because I was like, I didn't believe her at first, and then she was like, "No, it, yeah. it, it was a, it was a legit musical," and, and yeah. we
1: read about it, and I was like, "I can't believe this." I know, and I'm like, "It's so 80s, 70s, uh, 80s." I love "One Night in Bangkok" though. I think that song is incredible.
0: Yeah. Oh, well. Anyways, last on our list, James Farentino studied acting in Catholic school, like I did, before beginning to work on television in the 60s, unlike myself, including the shows Naked City and The Defenders. Later, the films Ensign Pulver, The Warlord, and Me and Natalie. He's best known for his performance as Simon Peter in the 1977 miniseries, Jesus of Nazareth, as well as his season as Dr. Nick Toscanini on the original Dynasty. He later appeared on episodes of ER and Melrose Place and made his final appearance in a TV movie in 2006, six years before his death at the age of 73. Well, he was born on this day in Brooklyn in 1938. He certainly was. Yes, Bill. Well, look, I, because I, you're an artist, I'm going to wish you a happy National Artist Day,
1: Bill. And because you pretend to be an artist, Marco, I'm going to wish you one, too. Amazing.
0: Well, listen, we wish you a great day no matter what you do for a living or what you do for fun or what you do when you listen to podcasts. We just hope Indeed. you listen
1: to us tomorrow. And I'm sure they will. We'll see you then.